Hey, I'm so excited that you're here today. This is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. The reason I'm so excited that you're here today is because we're learning how to be ready to stand before Jesus that day without spot or wrinkle, a beautiful bride without blemish. And the way that we're going to get to that place is when we let Jesus recreate us in his likeness. He's really actually just getting us ready to move right into his kingdom. We have to learn his way of living and really receive it, accept it, agree with it before we can actually move in. So it's not just a prayer that you pray, but really it's a commitment that you make. You say, Jesus, I want to marry you. I want to be your bride. I want to be without blemish. I want to be in agreement with you. He calls himself the groom. And so when you're going to get married, you put everything aside and you start changing to get ready for that time. And that's what we're talking about. That's what Jesus is giving us the knowledge of, that we can't just sit around and wait for him, but we have a work to do. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you for your work that you have for us, that the teaching that you have for us, the knowledge that you're giving us today so that we're not ignorant and we're not just sitting around waiting for you and then all of a sudden find out on that day that we're too late, that we missed it, we're not ready. So we appreciate your correction, your instruction, your teaching, your knowledge. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. And so Jesus was saying something to me to help us to have an understanding of what's about to happen. And you know, when you're really desperate for something, then everything else stops. And he said, when you're really desperate, I have your attention. But when you're not, I don't. You know, lots of times we know we're sinning. We already know it. But maybe you don't do anything about it. I don't let it ride anymore because I understand the consequences are great. And so, unless I'm ignorant of something I'm doing, I just say, Jesus, correct me, teach me. And he, 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 he shows us a little at a time. You know, so you might be doing something you're not supposed to do, but he hasn't shown you yet because you first got to do that thing before. He, he's gentle, he's kind. I've mentioned this before. I used to have a list. I still have a list, but I don't think it's as long. But, you know, he gives me things to do. Well, I guess he just corrected me. It is long, but we don't re remember it. We need that repetition. We need to sit before him every day and just keep doing what he's telling us to do. And so, you know, lots of times we wait, people wait until they're in a desperate situation and then they regret they haven't given Jesus that time. They regret not taking care of that thing they knew that was wrong in their life. Oftentimes they talk to people and they go, yeah, I know, but I, this is where I'm at and I'm not ready to deal with that right now. If you know, then it's a sin and you need to deal with it. Because otherwise on that day, Matthew 7, 21 through 23, this is going to happen to you. And it's going to be too late to fix it. 
Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, Jesus said, but those who do the will of my Father. And so if you know you're supposed to be doing something and you're not doing it, it's sin. And you might be calling him Lord, but even though you call him Lord, unless you're doing the will of the Father, you won't enter into the kingdom of heaven. He said, and many are going to say, but Lord, I did this. I cast out demons. I did this. I did that. And he's going to say, away from me. I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. So you might be thinking you're doing his will. But Lord, I did this. I did that. I did this in your name. You might be thinking you're God. And you're expecting to stand before him that day. I've talked to people who are in that exact same situation. Well, of course, I'm ready. I'm waiting for Jesus. But but you're ignorant really of um, that you have to do those things that you know to do. So often we get caught up in thinking we don't have to do a work. We have lots of work to do. We do have work to do. We have to, it, it's a work. The kingdom of God is taken by force. It's to, a work to get to that place. We can't just let it ride. Doing the will of the Father can be a challenge. It is a challenge. And you can make it so it's easier by surrounding you with the right things, the right voices, by taking the word of God. Faith comes by hearing the word of God and surrounding you yourself with that. Making your atmosphere so it's easy. It's a practice. It's something you do all the time. And granted, sometimes our, our atmosphere isn't the greatest, but um, we can deal with that. When we're constantly talking to Jesus, when we get down on our knees every day and talk to him, when we get down on our knees every day and talk to him, let him correct us, let him show us, let him empower us to do as well. Then it becomes easy. He makes it easy. You got to be willing you got to be desperate, really, all the time for his will. And when he starts showing you the reality, the seriousness of sin, of not doing his will, when you, when you really consider, and I don't think many people consider this, or they'd be more concerned, but that he might say, away from me, I never knew you. You who practice lawlessness, he really means what he says. I mean, he's not just saying that, you know, we get taught this message, Jesus loves everybody and he does. But if you love him, you're going to do as well. If you believe in him, you're going to love him and do his will. And so you don't want to get before him that day and him say, away from me, I never knew you. And find out that thing that you were doing that you thought was okay, wasn't, and it's too late. It's going to be too late. And he doesn't want that to happen. But it's going to happen if you're not seeking him now. If you're not seeking him to help you to get out of that bondage, that oppression we were talking about. And I need to address that again today. 
Jesus went around doing good, healing all who were harassed and oppressed by the enemy. And lots of times we want to stay in that sin because once we start pressing in to get out, the enemy comes and harasses you and tries to make it seem impossible for you not to do that. And so you just give in and be, get comfortable again, ignore Jesus and go ahead and let the enemy control you. Those people on the street we're talking about are harassed and oppressed by the enemy and Jesus needs us to go and to do his work. But we're harassed and oppressed by the enemy and we don't do anything about it. You know, he wants to come. He said it's not his will that one should perish. He's so concerned about us who think we know him and call him Lord. But yet, we're walking around oppressed, harassed, controlled by the enemy. So he's asking us to get that straight so we can go out and do that work for him. I shared with you how he feels. He's grieving. He's sad. He feels our feelings, and it hurts him, and that's why I'm here today for him to tell you that you can do that thing. You don't have to wait till desperation sets in. Even in your life here, you know, when, when you're not in agreement with him, the enemy has free play in your life. And you're going to get in a situation, hopefully before it's too late, hopefully now, where you're going to need Jesus. You're going to be desperate. Like, all of a sudden, if you get cancer, then it, you turn to Jesus. All of a sudden, something happens in your life, and you turn back to Jesus. You get closer to him because you need him. But we need to need him every day. So we're ready all the time. He's coming and he's asking us to go out and to do his will. Before he gets here to prepare the way for him. And if you're not going to do that, if you're not doing that, when he comes, it will be like a thief in the night came because you're not ready. You knew what you were supposed to do. You didn't do it. You just, you compromised thinking, I got time, it's okay. God understands whatever the reason is that you're, you're saying you think you got time. It's going to be too late. And he's going to take you by surprise. And you're going to wish he didn't come because you're going to know in that very moment, you missed it. You missed it. Now you're really desperate. And there's nothing Jesus can do for you because you've waited till this time. He's already testing us. He's already separating the sheep from the goats. He's already testing your love for him. If you really love him, you'll obey him and you'll start preparing the way for him. Your life won't be about you, but it's going to be about him. Those who, who won't change things, who won't get desperate now, when you haven't learned your lesson, you know, sometimes people do get in a desperate situation. They go to Jesus, he saves them, he, he figures it out for them, and then they go right back to forgetting about him. That's called a fair-weathered friend. Do you love him? Do you really love him? When you love someone, you care about what they care about. And he cares about you, and he cares about that person on the street, and he needs you to go 
and to do his work for him. He's depending on you. If you say you love him, he showed us that the other day, yesterday. If you say you love him, then go take care of that person that needs to be taken care of. He left so you could do it. Jesus said, I'm going, no, you go do it. And he said to me, what will I find you doing when I get here? What will the master find you doing when he gets here? Those were his exact words for me to say to you. And then Matthew 24, verse 42. Watch therefore, give, well, before that says two women will be grinding, one will be taken, one will be left. Watch therefore, give strict attention, be cautious and active, for you do not know in what kind of a day, whether near or remote one, your Lord is coming. But understand this, that the householder known in what part of the night, whether night or morning, watch the thief was coming, he would have watched and he would have wouldn't have allowed his house to be broken, undermined, and broken into. You also must be ready, therefore, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not expect him. Who then is a faithful, thoughtful, and wise servant whom his master has put in charge of his household to give to the others the food and supplies for the proper time? Blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied is the servant who, when his master comes, find him doing so. But if that servant is wicked and says to himself, my master is delayed and he's going to be a long time and he begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and drink with the drunken, the master of that servant will come at a day when he does not expect him and at an hour of which he is not aware. And then, and he will punish him, cut him up, scourging, amplify classic Bible, and put him with the pretenders, the hypocrites, where they'll be weeping and grinding of teeth. And he's talking to me about that today. Those who say they love him, yet they're living on the wide path with the world, compromising the word, don't care about what he cares about, just putting on, knowing what to say, knowing what to do. Um, he calls those hypocrites. Those are the hypocrites. Isn't that what he just said? So think about that. What will Jesus find you doing if he comes today? He's going to come when you least expect him. But I will tell you that he is telling us things to come. He's telling us over and over the time is near for his return. He's warning us because he loves us. And if you sit with him every day, you'll know how close that time is. I don't... We don't know the day or the hour, but I believe that you'll have an inkling of how close that is. And sometimes he makes it seem closer than it is, just so you're ready. He's doing for your good. Just so you're ready. Maybe, you know, I met a girl who thought he was coming at Easter. And it was so sweet because I remember thinking he was going to come at Christmas. But what he's doing really when he tells you he's coming right away is... He's helping you to be ready ahead of time. Don't be late. When he comes, make sure you're doing what he told you to do. Maybe you're in a place where you need to forgive someone. Or you need to get to know Jesus more, spend more time with him. Whatever the season is that he's calling you to be in, 
If you're doing whatever he told you to do and he comes, praise the Lord, you're going to be taken. You won't be left because you're submitting to him. You can call him Lord and not be doing what he's telling you to do and know it. He's going to make sure you know it. He's not going to not going to um, not tell you. He's going to make it known to you. But if you keep ignoring it, it'll fade away and fade away and fade away. And then on a day when he comes, you're going to be in that desperate situation he was talking about. And it's going to be too late. Get desperate now. Get desperate now. Stop letting the enemy control you. He has no power over you. We know that. Jesus said, I've been, behold, I've given you power and authority over the enemy. Nothing he can do can harm you. You have authority over him. Study it out. Make it a serious thing in your life to take authority over him because the overcomers, their name won't be blotted out of the book of life. But if you just give in and give up because you think it's too hard, the enemy said it's too hard, you can't do it. Just forget it. It's okay. God understands. He loves everyone. You don't have to do a work. You're going to make it. It's okay. It's not okay. Jesus said, he will say to that person, away from me. I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. If you're not doing his law, then you're practicing lawlessness. If you think it's okay to do what you know he said not to do, or even to just stay in that season because it seems too hard, it's not okay. Because while you're thinking it's too hard, he could come. And if the master finds you doing, procrastinating, then it's too late. Get ready as if he's coming today or tomorrow. Know that even though you can't feel his presence, he sees you, he's watching you. He's getting ready for his return. He's at the door. And when the father says, go, Jesus, and open the door and it's going to be too late. Now is the time to repent and get it right. Stop letting the enemy oppress you and harass you. You have given power and given power and authority. You are called to go and be that light, to do that work. So it's time to grow up. Be perfect. Get rid of those spots and wrinkles. Get rid of those blemishes. Let Jesus recreate you and his likeness. Make your life about getting ready for the wedding, for the groom. And stop making your life about what are you going to eat? What are you going to drink? What are you going to wear? That might not matter tomorrow. If he comes tomorrow, then all the effort you put into that doesn't matter. I know so many people that they tell me God has called them to do, but they're not doing it. They're waiting. And really, what, what are they waiting for? Jesus is waiting for you to obey him, to take the step, to get direction, get instruction, be corrected. Revelation 3.19, he said, get excited. I correct those I love. He loves you. Let him correct you and instruct you. Okay, can you let him do that? All right. 
So if you're willing to let him do that, that means you're serious about that relationship with him. And you want to become engaged with him and you want to get ready to marry him, to move into the kingdom of God where there's no compromise. Just good, only good. I want to say that prayer with you if you're ready. And remember, after you say this prayer, you don't go back to your old life, but you do what you know what to do. Okay? Jesus, we thank you and praise you for teaching us, for correcting us, for telling us things to come, for showing us ahead of time that we're going to be so desperate and so upset with ourselves that we didn't oblige you now because it'll be too late. Lord, correct me. Keep teaching me. Show me. Empower me. I can't do it without you. Empower them, Lord. Give them ears to hear. Help them. Help them to get in a desperate situation and to then get desperate all the time. I just pray for everyone who's listening to get desperate for you so that that desperation for you is fulfilled now and it won't be too late. We love you, praise you, give you all the glory. Let me remind you, he said that. He said, when you're desperate, I may not have said this to you, but I wrote it down. When you're desperate, When you need me, I have your attention. And then he said, like that day, but then it'll be too late. You're, he's going to have your attention when he comes that day. And then it'll be too late. So let him get your attention now. Give him your attention now before it's too late. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening today.